Hello, you're all very welcome back to the next episode of The Comrade Show brought to you by the UCC Commerce Society. Today, um, my name is Erin Goulding and I'm presenting this show with Sean Kinsella and Louise Giovanni. So Louise, how are you? How are you keeping? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Sean, how are you? I'm not too bad now, yeah. How are you, Erin? Not too bad myself. Um, so guys, how was your January? Any news, any updates for our listeners? Sean? Go first. I've had a very quiet January now, to be honest. I haven't done much, kind of just back to college, put the head down a little bit, but no, fairly quiet other than that. Yeah, Louise, how are you? I heard you were going skiing. You were on the ski trip? Yeah, the Cork ski trip was very good, very enjoyable. It was quite hectic, carnage, to say the least, but yeah, it was very good. Um, and then my January was fairly quiet. We did have a big event at home. My local team, they won the Oil Island, um, Oil Island hurling final. Bally Giblin, so big shout out to them. So yeah, that was great. Fair fun. play, that was a huge achievement for that team. I myself went on the surf trip to Morocco, so shout out to everyone there again. Great trip, and we all had a fantastic time. Um, so guys, any New Year's resolutions? I know we did a segment two weeks ago, but just to check back in, are you keeping up with years, or how's that going? It's a bit of a 50-50 to me, to be honest. I'm kind of, with some some days I am, some days I'm not. So uh, hopefully now in, January, in February now it'll pick up a little bit more. Yeah, no, I think I just for this year, I was like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the New Year's resolution. Yeah, I think they just never work. No, definitely not. And I think coming out of COVID, you're like, Ash, you're like, let that off. Just oh enjoy gosh, your life. Yeah, get back to whatever you want like, to do. Yeah. yeah. Usually um, that does, as it was said in the first show, like it does last about like 10 days. Yeah, <laughs> I think. T- yeah, I think it is 10 days. And then I think the January after like the third January is like apparently the like the most depressing day and everyone like books a holiday or something yeah and I also think you know to get a bit of winter sun really helps yeah. even to yeah. just get out of the country and to just do something yeah I think so I and agree. I think a dry January is like the worst idea possible because January is hard enough already February and then you get yeah. so much worse then as well yeah. just like go yeah. and then you have Veganuary and all these things and it just it makes the month so much harder yeah I think I think no like not like not nothing bad about dry January but I think like if you know you weren't too hard on yourself I think yeah. that should be a motto for January, exactly, not yeah. to be too hard on yourself. It's yeah. just a month. Yeah. It comes and goes. Definitely. And especially with like results and stuff coming out from Christmas exams and stuff. Like it's hard enough already without having all these exams. Yeah. Are you have- all looked at our results? Sean, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> stop. <laughs> I look at 12 when I'm finished. Yeah. She told us just before coming in that she hasn't looked at our results yet. So Yeah, we yeah, were no, saying she should do a out. raw reaction no, and look I at re- her results. I really don't think I should. Go no, straight after the show, yeah, go really home now. <laughs> is anyone still waiting on results? I think, is it? Is there one more skill tomorrow? I think there's one more tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck to all of you people who are still waiting on your results. I know it's tough going. And I didn't expect such a long wait, to be honest. I was the same. I thought it'd be quite like straight after Christmas. But yeah, coming out of secondary school, you know, they take so long to correct everything. I thought college would be like bang, straight away have our results. But it's Mm -hmm. just a longer wait and it's so much more stressful. Oh, I didn't find any harm, you know, got through the Christmas and through the I actually didn't find January. any harm. Sure, I woke up this morning and I completely forgot my results <laughs> even coming out. Um, but also, like, don't even stress about it. Yeah. You know, what's meant to be will be. And I know that's an easy mindset and it's easier said than done. But they're also just, you know, numbers on paper. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know... Not to, to to put too much pressure on yourself coming up to exam periods because the more pressure you put on yourself, the yeah. worse you're going to do. Yeah, you definitely. know, if you're not sleeping properly and you're not eating properly and you're spending all day every day in the library, yeah. 
you're just going to be exhausted going into the exam. Absolutely. Yeah. So definitely balance is needed. Yeah. Um, and I think we found that out yesterday at the comm conference, which we'll talk a bit about in a minute. Um, but like, you know, results on paper aren't, aren't yeah. the be all and end all. Yeah. Yeah. But so many people said that just at the comm conference as well. Like it's Absolutely. not the final thing. Like, you know, there's always so many different avenues as well to go down. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And like that famous quote from Noel Woods, only a fool leaves UCC. With a degree. With just a degree, so, yeah. With just a degree. To take part in anything, really. Any society, any club, there's plenty there for you to kind of go for. Um, Absolutely. I think especially, like, being part of the Commerce Society has really showed me the value of being part of something like this. The people that you meet, the experiences you have, the opportunities you get. Yeah, it's second to none, really. Any society and club in the college, yeah. I think. Just getting involved. And there's such, like, as you said, there's such variety. Like, any interest you have, there's definitely a club or society waiting for you. Like, yeah, and just go for it. Like, even this radio show, like, we just, you know, threw it out there and, like, everything is kind of accepted, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, everyone's very welcoming. And I think in the spirit of January being such a difficult month for everyone, I think we're going to play this song called Relax, Take It Easy. And you can all just enjoy the song and relax and take it easy.
So guys, that was Relax, Take It Easy, one of my favourite songs. Um, so tonight we have the Arts Bowl coming up, which is very exciting. Um, yeah, um, so everyone who's going to Arts Bowl is going to have a fantastic time. I'm sure it's going to be a brilliant night. For the bus times, the Students' Union have set up buses going from the Western Gateway for everyone. So for people attending Fulls, the bus will leave at quarter past six and for people going to afters, the bus will leave from quarter past nine and the buses are free and it'll get you to the event on time. So if you're going to Prinks by the college in student accommodation, you have your lift sorted. So there's no need to stress there. Are you all very excited for the night? I'm buzzing now, I can't wait. Yeah, it'll be very good fun. So exciting. Um, and as well, I think for us, like all the Comsoc who's going, it's going to be like so nice and like chill and like... Yeah, because I think know, for Combo, no we were all a bit like... Even though we weren't like organizing, organizing it, it was still a bit like. Yeah, well, I. We, I, I yeah, you I were. apparently was, but. <laughs> yeah, you were definitely organizing yeah. it. But I think. David I was could kind disagree, of. I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> I think I was a small bit, not a, not on edge, but like making sure that everything was going smoothly. You do have a bit of responsibility, though. Yeah. You know, this evening there'll be, there'll be no responsibility. Yeah, yeah, we can just relax, take relax. it easy. <laughs> Is that a girl? Um, and we have pranks that we're going to, which exactly, we can't yeah. talk about live because <laughs> me and Sean will be uninvited once again. Um, um, and yeah. 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 And it's great that the student union is organising it. I never knew that. Yeah, I would arts society. I would have thought because arts is such a big course yeah. that arts there would definitely be a society. But no, maybe I should set one up. Maybe that should be my yeah. New Year's resolution. Yeah, I to do that, yeah. Um, but Absolutely. yeah, students union, fair play to them. It's a big event to be hosting because there's so many people in an arts course. It's not just arts, it's film and media and it's... PE and everything, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know, it's great. Um, so yeah, that's the Earth Ball coming up. Is there any other events we have? There's a career week? recruitment event going on in the Hub, I believe. Um, it's a fair for different companies who can recruit students. Um, so that's on next Wednesday at from 10 until 3. And different companies will be there. They'll have stalls. They'll have some free bits and bobs. You can go up, chat. Um, so PwC, Ronan Daily German, Qualcomm, EY. There are just a few of the companies that are going. Um, I think it'll be a great day. And if you have a bit of free time, definitely pop over and have a chat. I think it would be brilliant to kind of talk to a few companies that you've an interest in. And even if you don't have an interest in them, figure out why. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I think I found yesterday as well, um, there was a few stalls at the um, conference and I was like, oh, I'm not in fourth year. Like, I don't need to worry about a grad program and, you know, whatever, because um, I'm only in second year. But I actually went up and I was chatting away to them and like, they are happy to take on students. Like, even if you're in second year and you want to do like a day's work an experience a week or, or an internship during the summer, like, yeah, definitely important. It's to so beneficial as well to find out what you don't like. Yeah, you know, yeah. check that box off yeah, and, like you know, figure out what you don't want. It's actually more beneficial to know what you don't like than what exactly. you do like. Definitely. Yeah, because um, for sure, like, you know what you love, but you don't know what you like and what you dislike. Um, so yeah. I think to just have a chat with them and see, check it out. You may as well. I know someone definitely is going to have a break between 10 until 3. So definitely pop over. It'll be worth your while. Um, yeah, I think it will be really interesting. Um, yep. So we're going to go for another song now um, to get everyone in the mood for Arts Ball. And... After that, don't go away. We're going to be talking about the conference that happened yesterday, organised by our own Shona McNoel and Kate Bracken. So fair play to those girls. Yeah, well done, girls. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> Bit of a Shady. shout out. Uh, so yeah, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
as Louise mentioned yesterday we had um, the 41st annual commerce conference what do we think yes. about it what's the what's the reviews looking like really enjoyable yeah I loved it it was so good I didn't know what to expect I was like it's going to be a long day going to be sitting around listening to people chat all day about yeah. stuff that isn't really useful to me just yet that's what I thought going in and it was the complete opposite I thought it was an absolutely brilliant event and even in first year, I think it was so beneficial to hear all these stories because it's never too early to start thinking about what you're going to do or to start a company. And I thought it was really useful. Yeah, so enjoyable. And as well, like I remember, um, you know, Rose was saying, you know, it's really important to network and things like that. And I was like, how on earth do you network with these like really important like yeah. business people? And I was start? like, why would they want to talk to me as well? Yeah. Um, but it was really easy going. But you do realise like they're, at the end of the day they're all people as well. They're all like, just normal yeah. people. They're, they're all so down to heart like and there's like some really, really high profile people but and there's such a variety of speakers as well. Such variety. From yeah, every industry but they're all the same. They all actually want to have a chat. So they want to know who you are, want to network and it's yeah. just because we're the future students. we are the future um, as cringy as that sounds we are though <laughs> and they do love students like yeah. even one of them yesterday I can't remember who but he was you know saying he got asked a question it was would you be more likely to hire an older person with more experience than a younger person Jim and um, Coffee yeah Jim Plus Coffee yeah. Dermot McSweeney um, and he was saying no you know sometimes no experience is good experience because um, you pick up bad habits, you think you know everything absolutely. if you've got too much experience sometimes. Um, so yeah, they were all really open to getting to know everyone. Yeah. And they were really, I think, you know, as a first year, you don't really know what a conference like that is going to be like. But I think for anyone who's interested in achieving kind of business goals or anything, it's really beneficial to go to. So I definitely would say to try and get a ticket for it next year. The countdown is on already. I think yeah, the countdown yeah. is definitely on. I think it's a brilliant event. Um, as Sean said, a huge range of speakers. Yeah, was, yeah, and even so all the chair people who were chairing all the events were brilliant as well. They led the conversation so they well. Did. Yeah, they really did. Any favorites? Um, well, Leo Clancy was my favorite thing from Enterprise Ireland. Really? Yeah, he just—I don't know—he he spoke so well and just gave such a like a detailed explanation about his life and how he got to his role and stuff. Like, yeah, that. and yeah. to come from engineering, he started off in engineering, and to come from such a different background. And then to becoming the CEO of Enterprise Ireland, it just shows you that whatever you do in college, you can still do anything from that. 100%. Yeah. Like he just had a passion for something and he went for it. And even though he Definitely. probably, like he probably wasn't the most qualified person for the job, but the passion brought him over the line and stuff. Like, yeah. You know, it's yeah. so, it's so underrated, like your passion for, for your job. And I think that was really echoed by all the speakers yesterday as well. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. It, and I think as well, Enterprise Ireland, like for the students, 
that's great one like you wouldn't think it but we all have ideas like our head is you know bursting with ideas and I definitely think yesterday after coming out of that I was so inspired and um but yeah like Enterprise Ireland is great if you do have an idea you know get in touch with them and they'll give you a hand if you are thinking of starting a startup um or yeah even like they do help you kind of you know get that over the line and things like that and advise you and you know, in things that you wouldn't have any ideas about. Yeah, I agree. Because um, when starting is, a business, you're not going to know everything, you know, like it does. No, definitely like You do not. need people to help you through it and stuff like yeah, that. So absolutely. You're yeah, absolutely. are very good for that. Um, I think, I loved Dermot McSweeney. I thought he was so down to earth. He yeah. was just so, like, just even the way he spoke about his company and he just, he wasn't bragging about it. Like, Jim Plus Coffee is amazing. Massive, like, yeah. everyone yeah. knows Jim. Like, everyone in, there, in the room there put their hand up. They all knew about Jim Plus Coffee. Um, yet he was there, you know, like talking about other brands and yeah giving, you know you could see the love that he had Absolutely. for the brand and for his job and for his co-workers and everything and I think that's really important that you can turn anything that you love that much yeah you know just, like don't worry about you know not having enough money or whatever like you should just want to do what you love mm-hmm. you know like there's no yeah. point going into a job that you don't really like just because you might make a bit of extra Absolutely. cash you want to yeah. have to you want to love your job um, and there was Patron in there from Home Patrick. Hack. Yeah, I and really enjoyed Pat. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was great. I think because I do have like interest in the property industry and things like that. Um, so he's kind of changing that whole scene, um, which is really good, especially us college students. We're renting. We're looking to rent. Even now, we're looking to rent for September. Um, so yeah, definitely give HomeHack dot com, uh, Google or look him up on Instagram. Such a good idea. It was yeah. a great idea because it is such an issue and it's everywhere. It's worldwide. Like it's, it is particularly bad in Ireland, but it is a worldwide issue. So I think he's oh, really, he's really taking an issue and, and spinning it. So he it's is, yeah. And that was based off idea. his own son's experience. I exactly. Think, in yeah. or something. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah. My favorite well, was definitely pass. Anya Kennedy. I she's yeah, the offender of the Smooth Company, and she is only what twenty five. Or something. And the company isn't even a year old yet. And they've already cracked the American market and the Australian market, which is an extreme achievement. I think it was so inspiring. So she has the smooth company. She does. Which are smoothing sticks for your hair. For all those flyaways that just won't go away. (laughs) That sleek, clean girl look. Yeah, Um, exactly. Um, I thought she was She's thriving. She's absolutely amazing. And she only is working with her sister, I think. Yeah, which is meant. Yeah, just the two of them which is incredible um, so yeah she is really she's doing well, great with the variety of speakers it showed really well how like the business world has changed in, in the past years because it, like that you had new entrepreneurs but you also had people in the industry for years and years so they, it really showed us how like the business world does change and you have to be changing constantly to really constantly. keep up with it you have to, yeah. you have to be so woke you have to be so aware of what's yeah. going on and that was um, the whole theme of the event it was success in an ever-changing business environment yeah. and I think the speakers really did take that theme and really ran with it because all of their stories were so in theme and like it's so, so in theme yeah it's just even Dr Holly Barry was saying how often like even since she's been in her roles like through like work experience in TI and how legislation has changed and yeah. Things have got more complicated and stuff like that. And she was given an example of how like a five year problem has to be solved within the next two years. Yeah. So when it so comes it around in five off years, it, yeah. it's, it's not a problem anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Orla McAndrew as well. Superb. She is um, the creative director of Orla McAndrew Catering. So she does weddings and events um, with zero waste. Like yeah. I just think that's so like, I can't even yeah yeah like even like if she was making like apple tarts the the peelings of the apples she uses like reuses that and she might make them as like dipping chips for like hummus or something like that she is yeah. just I think 
And you could really see with that company that that company really did come for just pure passion. Like, pure definitely. passion and all like, throughout her life. Like, yeah, and passion. even in this world right now, she's like so sustainable. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, she's unbelievable. I would yeah definitely We're check going out Orla McAndrew. A quick break, and we'll be right back afterwards to talk more about the commerce conference and what we learned from it, and why you should definitely take a trip next year. So don't go anywhere. And we are the UCC Commerce Society with the Comrade Show. Just a last few words on the Com Conference. Um, yeah, I think the, the main thing that was taken from yesterday it was said by two or three speakers was um, it was it was so different that success is different and looks different to everyone. Yeah, like, you know, there's not just one one definite thing about success anymore. Like it's it's really what you want to gain from 
from your company or what you're going to gain from your job. And I think that was echoed again about like all the speakers had such a consistent voice, like what they were saying. Absolutely. And they just had different journeys and different roads of how they got there. But they'd all realised, like they all, they were all at different levels of success, but they, they were successful to themselves because it's what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. And I think as well, like the journey that gets you there. 100%. You know, like yeah. what you learn. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. I think to some people, success might be owning your own business. To another person, success might be getting out of bed in the morning. And it's yeah. all personal. And it's about having your own goals for yourself and not worrying about what anyone else is doing because yeah. everyone is different. And I feel like that gets said so much, but do we really believe it? I feel like, you know, you're, everyone's kind of pitted against each other, but mm. to just be happy with your own success and to not base that off anyone else's success. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, we saw that yesterday with um, Alexandra Ryan, like she's there, she's the founder of the Goss.ie um, and her, in to her success was to have this global brand and, you know, get the news out there. Um, and then to Rachel Bell from KPMG. Yeah, the associate director of KPMG. So like those two women like have completely different, you know, visions of success. Um, you've Alexandra who has her own business and absolutely thriving. Then you also have Rachel Bell who her, she just wanted structure and stability and that's what she gets with her job. Um, so yeah and one isn't better than the other and it's just Absolutely completely not. down to whatever yeah. you prefer yourself um, and I think you know yesterday did a really good job of showing that that everyone was so different to each other um, that you know you could go there and have no interest in business or setting up your own business but still learn something and take something away from that yeah, definitely yeah. so that was the 41st, com- 41st Congress yeah. Conference um, and we'd highly recommend everyone to go next year if they do get the opportunity. Definitely. Um, so we'll move on now to our sports section, which we'll just go over. There's two fixtures this week coming up for UCC Sport. Um, the first one is this evening on the 2nd of February. That's um, a Freshers B hurling match versus MTU. So that's on this evening at 5 o'clock if you're around the Maradike and uh, want to look in at that. And then the next match is tomorrow where the J2 Bulldogs are playing rugby against Cove Pirates and that's out in the farm at half seven. So there are some two really good fixtures coming up um, if you have space in your diary. Another match you can put in your diary then is for Friday, next Friday, the 10th of February at 3pm, where host, uh, UCC are hosting the Irish universities versus the French universities. So that'll be down in the Mardike, which will be a great oh, game. That'll so, be fun. Yeah, all big Six Nations kind of vibes are on now. Cool. So all the rugby's on, so yeah, that'll be a great, great day out for UCC. So um, if you're around the, the campus in the Mardike at 3pm on Friday the 10th, sit, uh, come down. And I know that the under our under twenties Irish team are also playing France that evening. Yeah, there's two UCC men on that team as well. Oh great. Danny and Jacob Sheen um made the the bench last night, so fair play to them. Fair play to them. So I'm sure you can make one hell of a day down there um from the Maradike to Musgrave Park. So definitely take a trip down at some stage and support the lads. I'm sure they definitely appreciate it. Um we just had a quick look through some um, headlines from this week, you know, yesterday, today. Um, Sean, did There's you have some any very there? Big headlines coming out. Yeah, yeah. Such very random big. ones. Um, Definitely. So I got three main Internet headlines that I've seen. The first one that I was actually very, very shocked by was Katie Taylor is going to have a homecoming, it looks like. So, yeah, great. So she is going to have, I think Fantastic. that would be the last fight. But the thing that I was very disappointed by, it's not going to be in Crow Park. It's not looking likely. Yeah. So it looks like it'll be in the Tree Arena, which is. There's some mixed opinions on it, to be honest. There's some big mixed opinions. It's just like the the crowd won't be as big, obviously, but then it'll yeah. be a more intimate kind of kind of event. So 
yeah. the prices the price of the tickets will be scary I would Absolutely. say the price of the tickets will and be I scary. think it'll take away from her real supporters because I feel like only like the rich and like wealthy people will be able to go because it's just going to be too expensive that's yeah. exactly what a lot of people are saying what that would be the benefit of Crow Park is because of the size of the venue it would be so easy to just you know, absolutely fill the place and she would. Like, you know, everyone, yeah, everyone in Ireland yeah. is a Katie Taylor supporter. Absolutely, we all adore her. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's a pity. So then there's another um, another big headline for um, for younger, more younger drivers. They're thinking of reduce or scrapping the, the L's. So, so you you might not in the future now need an accompany driver with you if you're having your provisional licence. So yeah, Aaron, did you find some, some fun statistics I on this? I did. I locked that up myself. So they're calling to scrap, as Sean said, the company driver rule for L-plate road users. Um, Cahill Crow, a TD from Ireland, told RT Radio 1 that people have lost out on employment and college places nationwide uh, due to the backlog of the driving exams. Mm-hmm. And he said that 47,000 people are... Um, on their L plates waiting to be called for a test, which I think is crazy. COVID really just backlogged yeah. the whole driving system. It like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't great before COVID, but now since after COVID, there's yeah. such a such a backlog. The national average wait for an for a driving test is 19 weeks. That's mad. 19 weeks. That is mad. That is crazy. But I honestly don't know how scrapping that accompany driver rule is going to help. I think they I should think, be... I don't think it was much of an issue before. But then is there I a point in the test? Like, I yeah. mean, if they can drive the roads without, you know, just as freely like they have passed their test, like, what is the point I think it would be good, to be honest now. I think the best way to, the best way to get experience <laughs> is just by doing Scrapping. it. And it's so, it's so hard as well. But like, no, it's so hard. to be fair, if I, after my first lesson, was out in that car on my own, like, no one would have been safe. But the thing is, is that you can get your L's before you take a lesson. So that's people driving before any lessons at all. Yeah. You know? I still think it's a great idea. I think it'd be, I think, you know, yeah. it's very, very hard when you get your L's and you're so eager to go driving and then a, an accompanying driver But has I think to do that's when you can drive, you're actually yeah. able to drive. Like, think, think about, like, up until the, we'll say, maybe sixth lesson, like, I was still like, what is the gearbox? Like, I didn't know how to, I, you know. I think it should be once you have your, if they're doing this, I think it should be once you have all your lessons done. Yeah. Because then, like, yeah. you can still practice, but, like, waiting for a test isn't the biggest Maybe, issue. Yeah. And Maybe. then you should have, like, a cap on that, that, like, you can only do that then for, like, a certain amount of time before you book your test. Mm-hmm. I just know when I had my provisional licence on to go driving the whole time, but, like, my mother and father wouldn't be around or something. I'd just have to sit there. Like, and <laughs> yeah. I think I think if I had the freedom to just go and just be able to do that, I think it would be much better, but... yeah. Don't lie, yeah. Sean. Did you take the cons. carriage <laughs> with it, your mom and dad? No, I definitely didn't. Definitely <laughs> didn't. Yeah, I think, you know, to solve that problem about the big wait for an exa- for a driving test, they should just hire more testers. Yeah. You know, or like open more test Testing centers. centers yeah, I mean, they definitely. opened a second one there in Wilton. And I think that kind of sped up that whole process. But what about the rest of the country? Do you your test in Wilton? I think that would be terrifying. I did my test in Wilton. Did you? Yeah. Wilton roundabout, the first time I ever encountered it. Now it did scare me a little bit. Yeah. There's, yeah. There's so much going on. It's very hectic. Yeah, and I mean, like the first exit, when you're coming down from the test centre, the first exit, you don't actually get to the roundabout. <laughs> so I was gearing down, expecting yeah. to go to the roundabout. But then we just continued on to the link. And I was there in second gear in the middle of the link being like, <laughs> where am I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did fail my first test. 
Did you pass first time? Yeah, I also I also failed my second test. <laughs> I failed my first one because she was like, "You're driving way too fast." I was probably going like sixty in like a thirty zone, like oh, through Jesus. the main street. Yeah, and then. I was like really cautious for my second one because I was so like no I really need too to pass cautious. wait and she was like yeah. you're way too cautious like I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't feel safe in the car with you so yeah I was stopped at traffic lights for half my test to be fair so that's, that's yeah, I've heard of that actually yeah, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was very handy and then I, um, then after the traffic lights I came down and there was like traffic lights weren't working so I got got a bit scared then but <laughs> we, we got through it it was okay, it yeah. was okay. I, think- I also think um that maybe there's some popular opinion. Um, it's not that deep though. I think that they should bring you on the motorway during your lessons. Because I passed my driving test and I picked my friends up and we were like, I don't know, probably going to McDonald's or something like that. And like, that was my first time ever, ever driving on the motorway. I was terrified. You're yeah, like there's cars coming. The yeah, you're not. Yeah, so so like the first time on the motorway is when you just pass your test and get your ends. When I, was was looking for, when I was looking for like instructors to teach me how to drive, I was looking at it and there's actually you can get motorway lessons. So when you oh, pass <laughs> so when you pass your test you can get lessons Maybe then to I go on the motorway and see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I think it depends where you're living as well though. Like I think to get on the motorway if you're taking your test in Wilton, it's too far. By the time you get there it's the test far. is over. But like yeah, w- like true. where did you take your test always? I took it in Clonmel. Yeah. Near where I'm from. Yeah. So but like I, for me to get from my house to Cork, I get the motorway. Yeah. Well, so. you see, like, if you're taking the test in Clamel, that would be easier to get on the motorway. Yeah, I think works. a motorway, you just learn as you kind of, learn as you go. I think it's quite yeah, similar no, to okay, the bank. After, okay, after I'm making myself calls. sound really stupid here, but <laughs> after the first, maybe, like, after the second time, I was flying in the motorway. Yeah. And it's just, it's after scary, few, like, cars go, like, crazy speed. After a few close calls, like, you do, you do start to learn. So. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Learning anyways, on the job. Enough, yeah. enough about that. Um, um, then the third, the third and the final one we have is... Um, uh, that they're trying to bring in a rule that every Irish citizen should know the national anthem. So, what's your take on this? Do you one? know the national anthem? I know the national. I know anthem. the last like two lines. Yeah. And the first two lines. Was There's a like, bit in the middle that I'm very Sean, like. You're like yeah, we're like she definitely doesn't like, know she it. She definitely does not know the national anthem. <laughs> it was in the back of her home journal in primary so school. You do know it. Yeah, I used to sing it like probably once every day. No, I think I think this is a good rule. I think this is <laughs> I think this is you know. I um, think so too because you hear like you go to matches. Exactly. And you look around and everyone's kind of yeah. like half knows the half words kind of and half, half not. Just making and they, up the, the words. last line, everybody's yeah. And then, and then <laughs> everyone just roars and yeah. like you can't actually sing the only True. part that you know. Exactly. And yeah. like that would be the only last little bit of Irish kind of language that we're exactly. holding on to. I think that's for, kind of yeah. the main driver for it. That like, I think they want to remember the Irish language yeah. and stuff like that, which is very good as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, I think that's... Um, I think that's a good, good rule. I think yeah, I think in. it should be definitely brought in. And I think in primary schools as well. Like... We were always learning like Irish poems and stuff, but like we're never going to use that again. Will we not just learn no. the national anthem and just leave it there? <laughs> yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Once you know that, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. you're good um, to go. Yeah. So that's all the news articles I have now for this week. So that was very interesting. I think. Also, they're... another thing. I don't know if anyone cares, but Molly May had her baby. Yes. And she called it Bambi. Bambi. What do we think of that? I feel like I have a very popular opinion here. Do you like it? Not a good name. Yeah. I'm just I think I agree with the popular opinion. I like think imagine that's Yeah, I think it's pretty yeah. popular uh, yeah. opinion I think to so. have. But I mean, look, like, who are we to judge? Like, 
100% she obviously doesn't care but I do think like imagine now when Bambi is like grown up and maybe she's a mom and like collecting the kids from school or like has a parent teacher meeting it you know what I mean it literally be Bambi. Bambi learning to walk yeah I think there's just going to be too many things yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 like, were, were we expecting anything different? Exactly. I thought it was going to be like Cloud or something weird Cloud like that. isn't, yeah, that's definitely better. Yeah. I think Bambi Fury is a bit Bambi of a mouthful. Bambi a Fury, yeah. And I heard as well is, I could be so wrong here, but Jake Paul and um, yeah. Tommy Fury are going to fight. 26th of February. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia, I, I think. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw there's... That. Um, I think that's going to be a good fight, to be honest. Were they always yeah. going to fight, or is it just since he... Tommy has pulled out of previous fights. Yeah, why? So, so is Jake Paul, like, a full-time fighter now? He seems to be. He seems to be yeah. fighting quite a bit, like, so... Did you used to watch him when he was younger? I was only thinking that like earlier. Team he... 10. Yeah. I, I was a Team 10 follower. I was not. I was obsessed. I was. Yeah. I think that fight's going to be great, though. I think there's there's a lot of there's a lot of buzz about it. And there's going to be a lot of hype. There's going to be... Especially after... Did you see that he, like, ruined their surprise that... Molly May had had her baby and that he like came out before that oh, and did said he? it. Yeah, there was, think there was a lot of personal... Who did? There was Jake Paul. There was something <gasps> there that there's a huge drama and now there's a huge drive to have that fight. Yeah, there's and a lot oh. of there's a lot of personal stuff after yeah. happening. Even like um like t- uh, Fury's father has had a run in with Jake Paul before yeah. and stuff. So I actually watched something yesterday and Jake Paul was basically just like giving out about Tyson Fury. And then Tyson Fury just like walked, walked into in the interview yeah. with his kids. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, so I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it's going to, there's going to be a nice hype about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. It should be a good one. It should be a very yeah. good one. Yeah. Speaking of popular and unpopular opinions, uh, we had we put up a poll um, <laughs> on our Instagram um, looking for people's unpopular opinions, and we didn't get an, we didn't get great feedback, but we got a few. Um, come on guys seriously so one of them was a sun holiday is a sun holiday better than a ski holiday Louise take this away well I did. you just went on a ski holiday I did so um and I also did a ski season last year so I lived in a ski resort um and I can't agree that a sun holiday I do obviously love the sun but skiing is just okay so we're comparing it we're comparing like a big group ski holiday versus like a sun holiday in Magaluf like no thank you I just think personally now with a man with bad knees there's too much risk there's too <laughs> okay, much risk Sean, involved minus the bad knees <laughs> like, I, I have gone on skiing before and it is very good fun but it's brilliant with my, it's with my new bad knees I don't think I think there's too much risk going on a ski holiday rather than just sitting by there a pool is. in the sun so I personally I know but holiday. as well okay so if you're out on a sun holiday in we'll say Magaluf and you're out all night till like 5 o'clock in the morning you come back like pass out like go to sleep and then you wake up at like 12 hungover and then you're just lying by and the pool you just do the same more. thing over and same over same thing again. it's so repetitive but my knees and then you might stable. go on like a boost cruise <laughs> I did actually go I went on a 10 day um, stop 10 day holiday with my friend at the oh, time yeah. and it was horrendous like I did call my mom day three and was like please book me a flight home I was just I was shook I was crippled I couldn't hack it whereas skiing yes we were out every night till five um but then we were <laughs> up at like 10 a.m and we were skiing and you don't get a hangover the, like the there's no such thing in the snow different. the snow air is. is very different it so Sean is. I don't know what you're saying about a sun holiday being better I come home with good knees that's the, that's I think okay, it depends because a ski holiday can be very expensive and I think it is that is the one thing a sun holiday can be a good 
like plan B. I personally love a ski holiday and I would love to do like a group ski holiday. It looks brilliant. But I think it's also what you make a sun holiday to be. Like I went to Zante during the summer for my sixth year holiday and there were people there that were drinking all night and then sleeping all day. But I purposely got up at 10 o'clock every morning so that I wouldn't miss any of my holiday. We went on the quad bikes. We went on a boat. We did a tour. You know, it's what you make of it. It is what you make of it. You know, you could do, you could spend your whole day drinking on a ski holiday as well. Which we did. Well, no, you know, we did did do a bit of skiing, but it would be like, oh, at two o'clock, let's go here and everyone would be drinking. But I mean, look, that's all part of the fun. I mean, we're young as well. Um, But yeah, I did. The ski holiday was so much fun and I would highly recommend. Ski holiday. You should go next year. Oh, I am definitely like, going to go next year. It was, yeah, it, it looked was amazing. Carnage! It was so fun. I did like. Was there no snow this year though? There wasn't. What was it was the... so icy. It was so icy, and it was all like chemically made snow. So See, you can get yeah. proper proper sun. There's no need to. Yeah. Snow. Yeah. So you'll never run into that problem. Exactly. Although it could be a raining. Week, a week later, when we left, um, there was like a huge dump of snow, and it was amazing. Okay. So like the That's skiing good. wasn't great, but. I mean, it was still so much fun. Yeah. Um, um, another unpopular opinion that we had was, and this is would be very close to my heart because this is personally one of my favorite TV shows, but that Friends is not a good TV show and that it's not funny and that it's toxic. That's just a lie. That's toxic. Like, that's a bit like I, that's a bit fair. Yeah. I don't agree with that at all. Friends I don't is, agree. Friends is one up there. <laughs> I don't have, have watched, an opinion. We all watch <laughs> I've never seen Friends. That is that insane. That in itself is, is very bad as well. Is it? That's on par yeah. with thinking Friends is bad, I think. Right? Okay. That's almost so worse because at least the people who think that have, an opinion. have watched it's, it. Yeah, they yeah. have seen it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose I'm just like, oh. And as well, is it like eight seasons? It's long. Ten. It's pretty long, all right. Yeah. Ten? Mm. Yeah, I Minor just... Ten. Yeah. I don't I, know. I've watched... Okay, that's a lie. I've watched maybe half one episode and I was like, no, I just can't. It's such a comfort. It's, it's so such a comfort TV show yeah. and it's it's like it's easy to watch and there are really funny moments and the characters and you feel like you're one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And everyone's trying to like replicate that in like student accommodation and stuff, having your friend group and everyone's oh. over and it's like nice and chilled. You know? Yeah. I think it's... I think I, I definitely don't agree with that though. Friends is... <laughs> I friends think it's up, brilliant. Friends is definitely. up there every time. Yeah. yeah I okay. really enjoy. Um, um, and the last one was, is watching a TV show better than watching a movie? I would, I'd be leaning to say yes. Like yeah. I do like a, a good movie now and again, but I think yeah. consistently series. Just and as I was saying, I think people who watch movies every night, they're crazy people. <laughs> like my attention span, I can barely go through a YouTube video now. Yeah. I think that's TikTok to blame and like I think so too. like that. Yeah. I have no attention span. Everyone's attention span is limited because so like limited. after 30 seconds next thing yeah gone you're bored that's, yeah. it's also happening in series as well like everyone... series yeah series are great because you can you know watch an episode tonight and then another one tomorrow you know although like if I have a few hours there and I just want to chill out and watch TV I would think that you know I could happily sit down and watch like a load of episodes of something but then if I sit down to watch a movie it feels so much longer yeah. that's there's something true. so psychological yeah, there yeah, that I'm like oh it's no it's a full movie thing. yeah but like, I did actually go to see the other night Babylon in the cinema oh. which has been it's with Margie Margot Robert um, Margot Robbie Margot Robbie oh my <laughs> <laughs> and um, Brad Pitt and all them yeah. And Bra- yeah it was amazing but also like we came out of it and was like what was that yeah it was really good though I'd highly recommend and the only thing it was like three and a half hours long so we did same with Avatar three and a half- 
That's yeah, a magnet. Like you need a break for that. Surely. I did go for a break. I went for like a toilet break, and that like that was like a little break, and then you come back and you know. But I, I would highly recommend Babylon. Really good movie. Yeah, I feel like if I was Deep. to go for a break in the middle of a movie, I'd just lose interest. I, I feel like if yeah. I miss a bit because you can't pause it. The movie is still <laughs> going. Pause the the movie, movie is still going, so you're missing the movie. I just like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I get you. Anyways, so there are the unpopular opinions that we've gotten. Yeah. Um, We're going to go for a song now and we'll be back to finish off the show with the newest uh, UCC Confessions. So don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. I'm sure they'll be an absolute hoot. (laughs) One more drink, she said. I think I'm losing my head now. Now will my Bad memories One more drink she said We know there's no turning back Now we love to make Bad memories One more drink she said I think I'm losing my head Now to now we make Bad memories One more drink she said We know there's no turning back Now we love to make Bad memories Welcome back. We are the UCC Commerce Society, back again with the Comrade Show. Um, so, yeah, uh, the last segment we were just talking about unpopular opinions. Uh, so we're going to launch into some UCC confessions. There weren't too many from this week that we thought would be good enough um, to talk about. But, Sean, I know you got one. We do you have a give few, it to yeah. Us? Um, confession 237. And it says, uh, for the love of God, can someone please volunteer for that good health study would save the rest of her emails from getting spammed. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. That is very true. You can't unsubscribe though. I did unsubscribe. Can't you? Can you? Yeah, I think so. Oh. Well, that's a revelation. Yeah. yeah. I saw, they have all these, I remember the first week of college, 
um, there was this company, I can't remember now what they were called, Alantia or something. And they're like doing all these like experiments and like what you were talking about there. And they're paying you for it. It's like 600 euro, 1000 euro to do like a study. See, I never realized that you get paid for it. Like that kind of changes the game altogether. Yeah, my friend did it and she got paid, I think like a thousand euro. That changes the game and altogether. I'm fairly certain, this could be wrong and I hope she's not listening, but I'm fairly <laughs> certain they just had to take saliva out of her mouth. Yeah. I could be wrong. I do make up things, but I've heard yeah, there's like that's what it was. probiotic ones where they you have to take like a tablet um, every day yeah. for a few weeks. Yeah, and I don't know what but I trust because be, they're testing you could be it. The placebo one, so yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a bit of extra cash, I'm sure. <laughs> if you're stuck for a bit of extra cash, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not a bad study. way. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. If you to want to go on that UCC ski trip, I mean, yeah. Go have check it out. I don't know. I don't know what I trust it. There always is kind of those things going out though about like health, like the health studies and stuff like that. Like they're always looking for people. But they're studies. Yeah. I mean, they're not like tried. Like we're the yeah. te- we're the testers. We're I don't know. Testers. I don't know. I don't know. What my yeah. is it giving like now. Stranger Things vibes? Yeah, <laughs> you're like in a lab and they're kind yeah. of and I'm like floating in the air, deep, guys. I re- but I don't look at things like I'm not really into conspiracy theories and things. I don't look at things that deep. Yeah, I'm just like it is what it is. How about you give it a go and then get well, back to us idea. and come see back, how you get on? Come back to you, yeah, yeah. When I'm shriveled up after all my, yeah. So, what other confessions did you get? The other one that I got was number two, three, seven, one. Got denied when a group of us wanted to set up a Taylor Swift society and was told it would be unoriginal and wouldn't attract people. But yet, the students' union are doing Taylor Swift nights. LOL. And there is a Harry Potter society, I think. Yeah. So, I mean... That's what I'm saying. There's literally society in clubs for absolutely everything. I think... I mean, if you want to set up something that clearly has a following, you should be able to. I think... Like, I'm not the biggest... I know I'm going to get so much hate now for saying this, but I'm going to... I am not the biggest Taylor Swift fan. I do like her. I like her songs. I wouldn't be the biggest But I don't know anything about her. I I can respect that people are, like, huge followers. Yeah. And they should People be able are to die hard, but in kind of a hard. weird way sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, there, like there is people a very go big... a bit too far. Yeah. It's the same with everything, though. I suppose there's always extremes to everything. Yeah, but I just feel like, it's kind of like a culty. It is. I remember values, right? it mm. does. I remember my cousin used to be obsessed with Justin Bieber. Now this is back like years and years ago. She's not that old, and she's, I hope she's not listening. Um, <laughs> But she used to be and like have posters of him all over her wall, like write about him in like her diaries. Yeah. Like, that's a bit weird. Just go a bit overboard, doesn't it? It does. Like, yeah. yeah. He was, he again had such a cult following with like teenage girls back in the day though. Like yeah, if you've seen those videos of him, of him at his prime, like yeah. when he was like 12 years old coming and out of the, the hair. The, yeah. Yeah. I think there's always extremes to everything, but I, I feel they should have been able to set up that society. Because there are Taylor Swift nights. There's open night Taylor Swift mics that yeah. the Choral Society did. Um, a, there seems to be quite a big following around the campus, though. That's just a weird one. Like, they're, like yeah. they do all those events, but yeah, yeah, maybe they would. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there is a Harry Potter Society, mm-hmm. and I know MTU have a Minecraft Society. Interesting. There is yeah. a society for everything. Nothing I'm really sure. beats the Commerce Society, though. I agree. <laughs> exactly. Um, so Shut I think up. we're going to wrap it up there and play one last song. So you've been listening to the Comrade Show, brought to you by the UCC Commerce Society, with me, Erin, um, Louise, Louise, and 
Sean. Sean. Um, so thanks for tuning in, guys. You can find us on the podcast section of the UCC 98.3 FM. And I hope you have a fantastic day and hope to see you all at Arts Ball. <laughs>